<laughs> this is no ordinary episode of the Hammer Barn Project. Listeners, there's a lot to get through. First of all, Bluey, as usual, greatest show on TV. I will fight anybody who tells me differently. Two gentlemen who I know I don't have to fight because I know they agree with me on that point enough to respectively suggest and agree to this podcast is Frank and Martin. Frank, how are you? Hello, hello. And oh, and and Martin? <laughs> <laughs> Are you there? there was a, how are you in there for you, Frank? You just left Brendan hanging. Uh, <laughs> I didn't hear that. Uh, I don't listen when Brendan speaks. It's fine. <laughs> I'm doing well, Brendan. That is excellent. And you know, gentlemen, it'll be no secret. I'm doing particularly well today. Would you like to hear about why? Oh, please do tell. Well, for the first time, people will feel like they know her already because I will not shut up about her on this podcast. <laughs> but we have a special guest, folks. One of my favorite people, if not numero uno, she's the strongest, funniest, smartest, most beautiful girl that I know, and I'm so proud to call her my little sister, and I'm going to put in those sound bites of the horns because I know she loves them. <laughs> Everybody, it's Erin! <laughs> hey, I'm thrilled to be here. <laughs> Folks, this is very special because Erin is very special to me. Ah, pretty. <laughs> and uh, we uh, we watch Bluey all the time. It was only a matter of time before we had to get you on, man. Yeah, it's only a matter of time until I cry because <laughs> I'm related to you. Yeah, you may, you, like your maiden name is William. So uh, what was altered Willie's whimper does apl- does still oh, apply? Boy. Does it ever uh, in in a big way? Yeah, no, Macriya. Well, hopefully this episode doesn't make you cry too much. You know, just based purely on the title, it's a, it's a manly man episode, right? There shouldn't be any crying in this. Yeah, because we're all manly men, and uh, yeah. crying is not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this episode of Bluey is called Army. Oh. <laughs> it's not the normal reaction when someone says army. You don't go, ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> About the episode. Brendan, you've been asking to do this episode for for ages. You've just been like, oh, for the next one, guys, we should we should probably do army. We should yeah. probably do army. And we're like, yeah. We needed to do it right. To something else. We're like, Brendan's like, yeah. you know what, guys? We should probably do army. <laughs> <laughs> but this army episode, it's not the only uh, time that this show Gives a gives a little salute, pardon the pun, to the armed forces and stuff. So it just it felt right to do this one on Anzac Day. I think mm, agreed. What we're trying to do customarily on these uh, guest episodes, uh, we all got a chance on our first episode to talk about our introduction to uh, to Bluey. Erin, can you remember the first episode you saw? The conditions under which you saw it. Uh, paint the picture. I have been trying to remember the first episode I saw. And I don't think I can. That's really interesting. This is more common than I than I think. Like yeah. it's often that people will come back with the not being able to remember. I think it just mentally it just layers layers in your yeah. brain. You've seen the episodes yeah. so many times. Yeah, that it's just like impossible to extract that first one. Yeah, and it's such a part of culture now. It's like asking us when was the first time we like had a pie. <laughs> <laughs> interesting comparison. I, yeah, I think I just went in hard and watched heaps. Yeah. <laughs> Straight away. Would you so, have seen it before you had Nora? I, no, I don't no. I don't think I did, and I think the first time I saw it was at Kelly's house. Right, yeah. Same um, here. Yeah. Yeah. I reckon. But I can't remember which one it was. And I remember watching it a bit, but also I think uh, yeah, I think I had a 
two month old, maybe. So memory yeah. not great. <laughs> gotcha. Um, <laughs> yeah, there was uh, there were a couple of other things going on. Yeah. Um, but then once uh, Nora started being interested in the TV. I was okay. Well, this is what we're watching, <laughs> and yeah. Since then, it um it hasn't really been more than a day without nice. it being on the TV at some uh, point. No, it I don't have been, think. Hey. So it seems, yeah. it seems Kelly seems to be the uh, the key uh, big know, origin story. Yeah, they for, were for the Williams clan. Yeah. Kelly and Nico. They were just. It, it's like they were telling me to watch it before it was even around. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, Marty, before we mm. get too uh, deep into the weeds, would you care to take us through the bare bones of this episode, please? So this episode, I think, is a pretty clear homage to uh, the 1985 Arnold Schwarzenegger film, there Commando. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. I put it in my notes. He's gone in. He's gone early. I love no, it. Of course. So this is an episode largely not about any of the regular Bluey cast. Um, so it's an episode in which Jack, the Jack Russell, goes to school and gets put together with Rusty and they kind of go on an adventure and Jack learns that he can actually focus um, and he has those capabilities. Now, we've uh, singled out this character, Jack, once before, I believe, when we were talking to our American friends, the two bandits watching Bluey. Yep. And they asked us the perler of a question, what is your favourite character across the entirety of the Blueyverse? Seasons 1, 2, and 3, which was only just out at that stage. Um, and I think it, we tried to avoid the, the sort of the Fab Four of the, the main family. This was my pick. Jack was, and I think he's only appeared in two episodes to date, he was my um, favourite character overall. Look, I'll be honest, a little bit of bias, same name as my son. Yeah. Um, so happen. there's there's that going for but it. But he, just this he little is adorable. He is He's just he? so yeah. lovable, so, so charming. Are you talking about my son or the character? I'm confused. Uh, <laughs> uh, both. Not necessarily mutually exclusive. All right, so to start this episode off, we're in the uh, the backseat of a car with two kids, but this time it's not Bluey and Bingo. It's Jack and his little brother. Does he? Do we ever get a name Lulu. for his little brother? Lulu. Lulu. So I'm thinking Sister. daughter. Yes. Okay. Sister gotcha. <laughs> yeah, Jack's daughter. Yikes. Wow. Yikes. Yeah, and and again, very much like the backseat of the Healer car. It's the backseat of a car that has it, two kids with yeah. chip packets and crayons and all sorts of rubbish in there. And I love the power struggle. Yeah. Like just the um the younger sibling as Lulu as like the boss. Okay, I'm gonna use yeah, I'm gonna use any opportunity to just try and get on top here. Like, oh yeah, why can't you behave? I'm 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 doing well here and like <laughs> then later when they actually get to the school, like pinging Jack, like, yeah, he can't he can't sit still and he can't pay attention. And just Telling the teacher your older sibling's flaws on day one of school, you're just like, wow, that's a power move, isn't it? Like, <laughs> <That's rough. laughs> but he is so charming. He's got that, like, why can't you do well? Like, I don't know. Yeah. So oh, man. Sweet. Breaks my heart. Yeah. And this is this is where, if you don't mind, I'll bring up the other, like, um, you know, as I said before, felt right to do the Army episode on Anzac Day. But- uh, the other reason I've just really wanted to do this episode for the longest time is how much I relate to Jack. <laughs> <laughs> it just not being able to sit still, not being what I mean, you'd have a list of things there, Marty, that he's having trouble with, not remembering where his hat whether he brought his hat. Uh when he's asked about it, he gets distracted by a goat. <laughs> he I just 
I was immediately drawn into this episode. And this is the first time we meet Jack, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. I, think so. I just yep. order- yeah. I just went, oh, I get this kid. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps Aaron can confirm, was Brendan bullied by his younger siblings <laughs> just a little bit? Oh, I, not, not me. <laughs> no, not you. <laughs> I don't know whether it was an age thing. I'm, I'm, I think I was too young and also I was much- I was I was more like Lulu, definitely. <laughs> but there were enough there were enough kids in between us yeah. to to be a bit of a buffer. So it was Steve. I think okay, you probably didn't it. have. Yeah, it was yeah. Steve. It yeah. was Steve. No nobody had I don't think I had the time to be bullied by other siblings or to bully other siblings because I think a lot of my time was just spent trying to keep Steve away from you. Everybody. Yeah, that's a full-time job. <laughs> yeah, that was a full-time job. And that's, I mean, maybe maybe he was the mastermind behind uh, the strength of our relationship going forward through the years because I think I have always felt a little, a lot of protection uh, over you because Steve is such a little but um uh, but yeah he maybe knowingly or unknowingly fortified the bond that comes from needing to stop him from hurting you <laughs> physically harming me yeah thanks steve <laughs> shout out to steve <laughs> See, I love this because, like, I know a lot of this family dynamic already, but I love how the listeners are slowly piecing together the Williams clan and how they oh, all fit together. That's great. Yeah, yeah, if you can do it, well done. There's a lot of us. Yeah, there's a pop quiz later. <laughs> yeah. I remember hearing in a previous episode Brennan saying it's not unlike Full House. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, that's very, that's very <laughs> yeah, much yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. Uncle Joey is, uh, yeah, he's a big role model for me. <laughs> I'm, I'm just glad that, you know, we've had Frank Ellie on, we've had my Ellie on. Now we've got somebody to at least be able to show the uh, back of house of Brendan's life. So that's <laughs> that's good. Um, please continue to dish up dirt. Yeah, if you want to know about it. <laughs> <laughs> I've got very few notes for this episode because I think just the whole thing has such a sort of soft and comforting sort of flow to it. There's no, you know, like massive moments or quips or there's one or two but it's just that the whole thing is a picture but i just love a little bit you know he they come along into the the schoolyard and all the kids are there and we talked about their interaction they just have with calypso but did you see what snickers is doing see there's so many little cameos right at the start there it's hard to pick them all up he's just spinning around in a circle He's just running in a circle. I'm still going to need to give it another 40 watches on top of the 90 I've already given this episode just to pick out what all the kids are doing. Yeah, we do. And the parents as well. I mean, the, the big one, the big obvious one in that scene is the um, Coco, not Coco. Sorry. It's Who's Chloe that? and... Uh, Chloe, that's right. Chloe and Bluey. Coco. Coco, yeah. You just did the reverse of what I did. <laughs> I know. Last I know. Uh, <laughs> doing the thing from the uh, adventure uh, episode yeah. where Bluey is effectively a little horse and stuff. And I think even chronologically in the episode drops, I don't know if adventure comes before or directly after this episode. Right. Um, so if you're watching them in order, um, which, you know, ABC don't seem to like to do for some reason, yeah. um, you, it's a nice little pay off that one the keynote that i've got i think for the entire episode is just how much it reminds me of stand by me okay wow that that sense of going out into just nature 
mucking around with your mates, you know, that classic line of you don't ever have any friends as good as the ones you have when you're, what is it, six, nine, yeah. nine years old, something like that. And it also reminds me of uh, It, <laughs> Stephen King, <laughs> <It. laughs> which is like, you know, it's known for being the, the scary clown book, but it's actually quite a bit of it is very similar to Stand By Me. It's this group of kids who are sort of knocking around and doing stuff like down by the creek or something like that. So just this idea of, you know, we're ha- playing pretend out in nature we go out at the beginning of the day and we come back at the end just almost has that more 1950s you know parenting quality to it yeah just be back by dinner time (laughs) um and we're just gonna go and play with sticks and you know (laughs) pretend to be an army person it does seem like the kind of school environment that allows that kind of old school go and play in the street kind of thing. Uh, yeah. I suppose it's probably more, I mean, Calypso, uh, I would trust her with anything. So <laughs> yeah, um, I'm sure she's got this under wraps. <laughs> but yeah. The absence of any adult characters again since the beginning until right at the end is yeah. pretty, <laughs> yeah. is a, you know, it seems like this massive open space where the rest of it's happening and there's no grown-ups to be seen, but you can assume that there's some supervision happening. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Calypso's got this. Yeah, she's fine. <laughs> she's got binoculars. <laughs> She's got her own lookout going on. What I love, and I, it doesn't seem like it doesn't fit, but I think is this the only time where they completely leave the world when Jack is showing yeah, the viewer think those instructions where he's like, this means stop, this means that, and it's just him. It's almost like a instructional video, video that you would have yeah. seen in chemistry at school. Yeah. <laughs> or like, maybe in basic training. Or in oh. basic training. <laughs> exactly. Because, yeah, Frank, you said it starts in the car, but in fact, it starts in the house because the whole thing's the retelling. Yeah, yeah you're right. it's all so the retelling. Interesting. Yeah, you know, mentally, I did that a couple of times. I'm like, yeah, it starts in the car. No, he's telling the story. He's starting yeah. The car. So, yeah, as as Brendan's sort of highlighting there, it's this really interesting cutting retelling with the, the hand signals, I guess, so that then when you're watching the show as a kid, you can go, ah, now I can also understand yeah. hand signals when they appear in context. And I was wondering, as I was watching it earlier, whether... I, I didn't find it so. What's the word? Um, jarring. It didn't. Yeah. I thank you. Mm. <laughs> I didn't find it so jarring because it's kind of within the character of Jack to be going off in his own little world. Ah, it's it kind of like because point. this is Jack's yeah. episode and he's imagining this. He's uh, mm. we're, we're part of Jack's world in this, so it kind of fit. Hey, can I uh, can I hit you with a real life for real life moment? Oh, do please it. do. So, uh, and it's look directly influenced by this episode. But uh, my son, when he was still at that sort of high chair age, of course, you're letting them explore food. They're just getting stuff everywhere. You've got a drop sheet underneath so the floor doesn't get absolutely <laughs> mangled. Um, and with the routine was you, you'd unbuckle him. Okay, we're done with dinner. Stand up, and I would you know reach over from behind him and just sort of like brush him down, dust him off, and I would always say dust off. <laughs> yeah, nice. To the to the point where he would, you know, know the routine and stand up and tr- start doing it himself and just go dust off. <laughs> oh man, dust off and start saying. Jack it. loves the dust off. He loves a good <laughs> dust off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And uh, what does Jack love? Sentry duty. Yeah. Uh, not my Jack. That's not my Jack. Yeah, the Jack in the show. We have to specify <laughs> for this one. No, th- and that's I love this bit um, for Jack and the way I relate to him because mm. that is that really speaks to me. The inability to focus, and then the, there's something 
that he can just focus on better than anyone. Yeah. It's um that's like, and without getting too far into it, because self-diagnosis is not really a road that's really, <laughs> uh, you know, smiled upon. But um, but I, I do think that if I were a kid today, there would, you know, there would be some discussions about a possible diagnosis of me being on the spectrum somewhere. Mm. You might have gathered that from, like, once again, I'm not a doctor, so don't. <laughs> but, um, not a doctor, but, uh, not a dad. No, not a doctor, not a dad. Here it is. <laughs> Ring the bell. Uh, classic. Ring a ding. Oh, I'm both of those things. And, uh, <laughs> not a dad, not a doctor. But, oh, man, the things that, it's not like you can't focus on anything. It's just, it has to be. The right and, and thing. It has to be the right thing, and there's no telling what the right thing is. There are some things that I cannot focus on, and then there will be other things that I just will not leave the zone. And it's um, and I wish I, if I knew if I could tell what's going to be what in my life, I might have got a lot <laughs> further than I have. But um, but it, there's no telling. It's just a it's just a mystery for Jack, and it's a mystery for me. My bare bones was potentially going to be like, you know, Frank would say, hey, Marty, have you, you know, what, what's your bare bones this week? And be like, guys, I'm so sorry. (laughs) I knew I had to do the bare bones for this week. I was just doing this thing. I was watching this YouTube video and then I had to make this thing out of rubber bands and popsicle sticks because... And then I just, I haven't, I'm sorry. Can, can the listeners tell how long Martin has known me? <laughs> is it, Wait, how that was well Martin he knows talking? Me? I swear that was Brendan talking just then. <laughs> but yeah, that is one of the beautiful things about Brendan and uh, is his capacity to focus on, on these particular things. Like I even sent you a picture of like, I set up my pop screen for yeah. uh, for my mic um like using a couple of bits of cardboard and like yeah. a rubber band the macgyver theme was playing in my head when i was looking at that yeah exactly because oh, i know brendan will appreciate these things <laughs> yeah like hey man i remember i remember even like uh one time we were overseas and we didn't have we found out that the wine bottle that we bought actually had a cork but we didn't have a corkscrew but we were in this airbnb apartment that just kind of had like some drawers that or some cupboards that hadn't quite been put in or there were some leftover bits so i ended up using a screw and you know one of the hinges on the doors to like open this wine bottle (laughs) and i was just like you know sometimes when you don't have a corkscrew you wonder if the shops are open or not other times you just do what brendan williams would do (laughs) make this thing with whatever you have available probably spent three times as long on it than uh what it would take to actually go down to the shop and get a corkscrew but it doesn't matter because it anyway never mind never mind the what resulted willie's whimper of the episode i think i've found the one of this uh, podcast because i'm just so i'm just so proud I'm going to come back, though, to um, that moment you were mentioning, Brendan, where he's like, you know, he's doing sentry duty and it's great. Oh. I think as well, it's a really nice moment wherein Jack feels like he's valued for what he can do. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, all the soldiers are counting on you and I'm doing this thing that's important and I'm being yeah, trusted yeah. on this thing. Because you start to get the impression that maybe his family don't give him that chance to be relied upon. Yeah, and, and the really way his family talked to him, there's nothing malicious about the way there was like, Jack, come on, mate, you can't do this, you're not doing this. And mm. maybe Lulu gets a bit, but that's what <laughs> siblings are. But yeah. you're right, it, it, it is something outside that that kind of, yeah. yeah. What are we going to do with you kind of? Yeah. 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 yeah, it's not mean or nasty, but it's just he gets something else from Rusty, really. Mm-hmm. Mm. Speaking of, Rusty is probably the other main character of this episode that we haven't even touched on. Now, oh, if man. we've established that How Jack dare we? is to be 
uh, Brendan or Brendan really resonates with Jack. Aaron, can you please confirm to us which of the Williams siblings is probably the more rusty-like character? I've oh. never thought of. Uh, oh of, man! Of, I've never thought of Ryan as a rusty. Hundred percent. But big time, man! <laughs> <laughs> Holy dooly! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although, um, no, although- you, you be quiet. I asked Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> I think, especially in the in the part where Jack's explaining why he's moved to his new school. And um, you know he's going through all the all the reasons why there's something wrong oh, with him. Tear, mm. and and Rusty doesn't doesn't try to kind of comfort him as such, and he doesn't say, "Oh no, no, you, you you're great at all those things." He goes, "Oh, okay, that's interesting." Yeah, but you're really good at playing army. Oh man! So and it's just that's just so <laughs> so pure, oh. and it, obviously <laughs> exactly what he needed to hear yeah. without overthinking it like a like an adult would, I think, and and trying to minimize the you know those. Those feelings is just like a total yeah no yeah. Oh, gets oh. me yeah hundred percent and and it's in that scene I'll me- I'll mention it now that that moment where Jack just kind of balls up his fists and says oh what was wrong with your old school and he goes oh there's nothing wrong with my old school there's what something wrong, wrong with me, with me. Oh. and he's just like he seems like he really listens when people yeah. tell him. Uh, or talk to him about maybe his like little shortcomings. He really listens and he takes it on board and he's like, no, nah, there's something wrong with me. And it's at that point every time I see that and I'm like, mm. um, I just feel like reaching through the TV screen, just hugging him <laughs> and just and just saying, no, nah, man, you're just you're just different. Yeah. <laughs> and li- living living with you and um, my husband <laughs> yeah. who is just, you know, Definitely, again, definitely on the spectrum, yeah. but uh, never really went through the the process. Different parts Dif- of the spectrum. Different parts of the spectrum. <laughs> yeah, for sure. it's def- yeah, it's coming. At, it's it's all angle, and it's just the idea of the idea of either of you having that those kind of like those feelings oh, man. when you were little just just ruins me. Oh, <laughs> you know? it's just how you know how these kids. Oh man, yeah. It's just such a beautiful relationship between the two kids and so quickly. I yeah. love, you know, because you have that, that sequence where it's like, can you play army? I don't know. I'm not, you know, can you follow instructions? Yeah. Like, oh, I can't really do that. And he just, you know, Dan, up. he <laughs> responds to the drill sergeant. And he's like, yeah, you can play. <laughs> it's such a <laughs> funny <laughs> moment. He's the coolest. <laughs> Rusty so is cool. the coolest. He's just the coolest person. <laughs> he's got the spare hat. And I just yeah. love the moment when... Like he accidentally, you know, you got to be. What is that? I forget what it is. It's like you got to be serious. Or from now yeah. on, oh, that's right. From now on, take you care keep of, track your, of your equipment. Your equipment. Yeah. And he's like, yes, the, yes, sergeant. And then he, knocks and he the salutes. Off, and they both start laughing. <laughs> yeah, so they're still kids, sweet. you know. It, yeah. they, they, it's knocked the it thing off, funny. but he doesn't get berated or made yeah. to drop and give twenty. It's just like they <laughs> giggle at it, and they're already yeah. friends. And it's just yeah, ah, oh. and the, that you're right. That is such a funny moment. Just the. Yeah, hop, yep, yep, my forward march. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, you can play it. You just <laughs> go straight back to his bag. <laughs> Rusty's cool. He's so cool. And like he, he obviously, uh, as is established in the episode, his dad is in the army for for mm. real life. And it's uh, apart from you know the the hat and stuff he's wearing, he actually uses uh, a bunch of sort of army terms. You know the whole oh, so Tango many. Six, Hill Seven, you know L Four. 
Uh, my favorite of all those is when, uh, you know, they're trying to escape from the... Is it, is it a cassowary or is it a turkey? Uh, or? Bush turkey? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bush I turkey. feel like it's a yeah. bush turkey. And then they're just like, you know, LZ is no good. And then you hear Jack <laughs> sort of voice over, just go, I think he's saying that the chopper can't land in the field. And yeah. LZ, oh, you know, landing zone, which is, yeah. that's basically accurate. You know, yeah. LZ is no there's good, so, chopper can't there's, land. There's so many and they're all, who was telling me about them? You know who was telling me? Erin works with a just a, the biggest legend in the world. Her name's Jessie. Ah, oh, and she and did she come from military family? She has history. Her ancestors were in the wars. I think. Yeah, I think I think so. But just from her own. Oh, I wish. Well, I mean, I I I work with her. You do. Uh, so I can, yeah. mm. if you wanted, I could uh, just send her a quick send her a quick I, work email. I can oh, just get it up now. You if don't you mind? wanted? No, no, not oh, at all. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Just, just logging on. Just give me a second. Dear Jessie, hope this email finds you well. The gentleman from the Hammerbarn Project and I are discussing the Army episode of Bluey, and we couldn't help but think of you and your impressive research. We and the listeners would be very interested in any expert insights you might have. Yours truly, Erin. Dear Erin, delighted to receive your email and delighted that you should think of me. As you well know, I'm an Australian history nerd from way back, especially Australian wartime history. My creds include a Bachelor of Teaching and a Bachelor of Arts with first class honours majoring in history. And today, I'm undertaking my PhD in Australian history, focusing on Australian First and Second World War veterans who did not survive the physical and mental challenges that they suffered after they returned home from the war. I'll be Dr. Jesse by the end of 2023. You're going well. I'm most often found deep in the archives of the State Records of South Australia or at my desk at the University of Adelaide. Often the material I read is very, very sad and I'm always looking for new ways to cheer myself up. Enter Bluey. Friends of mine, looking at you, Erin, had started having kids and were all talking about this gorgeous and very Australian TV show about a blue healer family and said it didn't matter whether I had kids or not, I had to give it a watch. And so begins the story of my first episode, which, although it is an undeniable perler, wasn't actually army. Now far be it from me to set the rolled up print media flying by mixing episodes, but please let me know if I have the all clear to tell my tale and I'll write back to you lickety-split. Looking forward to hearing from you again, Jesse. Oh, that is interesting. You guys don't mind if Jesse like because I mean it's Anzac Day. We mm. can, we can talk about it now, can't we? We don't, we won't roll up any magazines or anything for. Ah, <laughs> uh, we'll we'll allow it for this time. It, it for makes this time. sense. It is, it is yeah. a it is a special day. Yeah, you cool with that, Marty? Yeah, yeah. I'm putting it away. Yeah, t- <laughs> yeah. Tell, tell her that's fine. Okay, no. Dearest Jesse, we knew we'd ask the right person, and I have good news. In light of your obvious prowess. The podcast hereby grants you special immunity from all rolled-up newspapers, magazines, and cylindrical documents of any kind. We eagerly await learning from you further. Cordially, Erin. Dearest Erin, you little ripper, give my thanks to the lads for this honourable exemption and buckle up, folks. For me, it all started with... Sticky Gecko! I watched it in my office after uni and just so happened to finish reading some really sad stuff and it put an instant smile on my dial. But what captured my attention within the first minute was a picture frame. 
located inside the front door of the Healer household, high up on the wall, next to the stairs. Bluey sends the sticky gecko zooming past it in a basket to be caught by Bingo below. So I paused, and I rewound, and I zoomed, and there it was. Two grey and white silhouettes on either side of a bronze-coloured, cross-shaped medal. And in the centre of that cross is a crown. By crikey, I am absolutely convinced that that medal is a Victoria Cross. The highest possible and most prestigious award for gallantry. And that somewhere in the Healer family is a war hero. I kept playing Sticky Gecko and lo and behold, what should appear? An amazing colour portrait of a mustachioed red healer. Grandad when he was a soldier. Slouch hat, rising sun badge and all. Now, guessing by the rolled up sleeves on his shirt and the shape of the puggery on his slouch hat, I'd place his service in the army as being around the Vietnam War era. The episode Grandad made me even more confident in this era, as Grandad talks about the jungle and wears a distinctive olive green giggle hat, or bush hat, throughout the episode that is similar to a bucket hat. Now this style of hat was extremely popular with Australian soldiers while they were serving in Vietnam, but they admittedly have been issued consistently ever since. So Grandad may be the obvious choice, but I don't think Grandad is the Victoria Cross recipient. I think it goes back further than that. Maybe a First or Second World War healer. Why? Well, to start with, Grandad isn't wearing the deep burgundy ribbon of the Victoria Cross in his colour portrait by the door. The creative team behind Bluey have consistently demonstrated such incredible attention to detail that I think if Grandad was the recipient, he'd be wearing the medal in the portrait. Just think of the army episode alone. Calling for a dust-off is an extremely Vietnam-era specific bit of terminology to describe calling for an evacuation by helicopter. It's actually an acronym. Dedicated Undying Service to Our Fighting Forces. They'd call for a Kazavac or a Medivac these days. That crinkly green tube of condensed milk that Rusty gives to Jack is still an Australian Army ration-packed delicacy to this day. Rusty's dad is voiced by Blue Wiggle Anthony Field, who is himself an Australian Army veteran. And the hidden long dog in this episode is wearing a slouch hat too. No, I think the Victoria Cross recipient comes down to those two grey silhouettes aside the medal in the frame. Back in an era when colour photography and large portraits were rarer and more expensive. Was there a stretcher bearer in the family who saved lives under fire? A red healer who took 50 enemy prisoners with no casualties when he snuck up on them while they were having morning tea? A nurse whose dedication to her patients shone in the hardest of circumstances? Come on, Ludo team, you brilliantly clever humans. If you're listening, I'd love to know if this really is a Victoria Cross and who it was awarded to. Thanks for your time, Erin and the boys. If you should need anything else, I'm just an electronic mail away. Cheers, I'm Jessie. Oh, wow. oh is that not? Oh man, that has blown my mind in the most delightful way. Oh, oh, she's man. honestly the she's, best she's just person the coolest I've person. ever met. Is is she not the best? She's 
the That's best. The, so, so the biggest reasons I wanted this episode, it's Anzac Day. This is the day we honour the veterans uh, past and present who are serving this country in the military. And uh, I want to do the Army episode. I also wanted to do it because Jack is so special to me and we are very similar. And um, I sneakily <laughs> wanted to uh, get Aaron in on this because we uh, have a mutual love for Bluey and a mutual love for Jesse. Oh, queen of the Jesse <laughs> fan club. Queen of the Jesse fan club. <laughs> that is outstanding. Like, uh, if that doesn't get someone's attention at Ludo to say, hey, this is this is what we think, like, I would yeah. love some sort of official correspondence to just go, yeah, no, nah, Jesse's on the right track there. Like, <laughs> yeah. just, just, to, just to sort of nod, tip, tip of the Anzac hat, yeah. as it were. Because yeah. that is uh, some outstanding detective work from someone who clearly knows what they're talking about. She's the best. She's the best. Wow. That was a lot of detail. <laughs> oh my god I'd actually okay, okay peek behind the curtain I had planned to say that and I forgot <laughs> I think that is my singer for the episode yeah because absolutely. it's said with so much love but it's, yeah, yeah, it's one of those other things that like tells you a little bit more about Jack so good. yes and we say that with exactly the same amount of love to Jesse <laughs> just the way he responds with yeah yeah absolutely uh, I, I've got to go with like the get to the chopper line for me because it's it's almost understated because it's right at the 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 peak of the action sequence if you yeah. will and and he he doesn't even say it with the slightest accent which I can imagine I would if I was voicing that character I would have been really tempted just to put a little bit of a <laughs> little bit of an Arnie accent on that very famous line. Um, oh, well, Marty, imagine. do you want to do the Arnie accent? Yeah, you did it so well in that episode we did about you're, helicopter. You could be that Oh, that's funny because I remember I specifically didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, Get to the job. Yes. <laughs> <Was that? laughs> that's getting edited back into the previous episode. <laughs> oh. I love the bit where they're talking about um, rations. Oh, uh, yeah. And yeah, he's like, that's what they call food in the army. And then. How do you know so much about the army? My dad's in the army. But just like kids repeating the same word of the things they the thing yeah. they're talking about over and over again. It's a real I don't know why. Thing. Yeah, it really it's very yeah. very touching. Yeah. Just listening to little kids talk about something and just like you know, I got this on the weekend and I like it and yeah. it's blah, 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 and I like it. Like that's yeah. that just brings me right yeah. back. <laughs> yeah, it's like a show and tell yeah. thing for sure. It is really sweet how that condensed milk comes around because you say, mm. oh, he, he's going to bring me back some from the... Is that what he says? He says he's going to bring me back some when he comes back from patrol. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And then you do come back to the start when he's telling... When your zinger came up, Marty, of, wow, that was a lot of detail. <laughs> and you think that the episode's wrapped up because it said, can I have my condensed milk now? Oh, where'd you get that? And then it kind of... Cuts back. He's like, yeah, you're yeah. as the audience going, hang on, isn't this wrapped up? Where did he get that? And then it goes back... Yeah. <laughs> and there he is. Oh. Rusty. As Jesse correctly pointed out, uh, Rusty's dad is played by Anthony Field, aka the Blue Wiggle. Yeah. Uh, still the Blue Wiggle after all these years. Um, the other dad that is voiced by someone we know, and we've encountered him previously in other mm. episodes, is uh, Hamish Blake, is the Absolutely. voice of Jack's dad. The man responsible for every episode sign out. Isn't he, doesn't Hamish Blake play the guy in Hammer Barn who says the... Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? Yes. Why are you confused, Frank? <laughs> yeah, no, no, Hammer, like, like the, the Hammer Barn employee who says, 
R three hundred left at Fake Grass. Oh, that's well, Hamish Blake's well. I kind of assume you're talking about us as a show, us. not yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The thing that we stole Fair from enough. within the show <laughs> to make yeah, our show. Yeah, we did. We did yonk that. <laughs> a couple of little sort of pseudo references I want to point out. Um, the treehouse that they jump yeah. into. Was anyone mm. else just thinking the Simpsons in their head? Oh man, it looks any so of those, like the tree. Any the of those Simpsons tree houses house. from these cartoons just. Mm. They're cooler than any treehouse I've ever been in. <laughs> and it makes me feel sad. I'm building, if I ever have kids, I'm building the best freaking treehouse you've ever seen. Okay. Sorry, what were you saying, Frank? <laughs> yeah, cool story. Um, uh, Jack, in particular, when he get, rocks up to school and he's got his little backpack, um, it's got a, a lightning bolt on the front of it, and also a lightning bolt is the shape of a little um, zipper tag, basically. Um, and I think given his, you know, energetic personality, Jack yeah. Russell really good at running. I thought that the lightning oh, bolt was a, a nice little wicked. a nice little nod there. Brendan, are you okay? I almost forgot that moment where he's just like he's like, Run Yep and and it's like oh, sorry, were you getting there? <laughs> oh yeah, and he's just like I'm really good at running and that music, which we'll come back oh, circle back man. to the music, but just Rusty's reaction of Whoa, like he's a really good runner. And just just at the moment where Jack is feeling really not sure if he's impressed Rusty, not sure if he's good at this game. Because I think that's that's before really good at playing army. Yeah. Go run. He goes, oh, and it just kind of crash zooms into him. Mm. That's one thing I can do. Run. I'm a Jack Russell. <laughs> and he's so proud. And it's, oh, that's another big emotional hit in the guts for me during that episode. Because that just comes right after he me- remembers Tango 7. Yeah. So it's just like yes. builds yes. and builds Tango and builds seven. to that. Yeah. Point, so oh, man. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. I really love the music in this, and it's a sort of tune that it didn't make the the Bluey album, but it's that real catchy sort of little bush themed type whistly. You know, you could see Paul Kelly busting it out, and oh, it gets stuck in my head for days. Whenever I see this episode, and then for a week afterwards, I'm just getting around going. I've had it um, in my head this whole time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so anytime uh, Aaron hasn't been speaking. Um, she's, she's just been whistling in her brain. <laughs> <laughs> well, just uh, to be, <laughs> to cover up the fact that uh, the, like I'm, I've just been <laughs> talking over the top of you, and Frank was very right to just call me out on it. Thank you. <laughs> um, it will just lay uh, a track of you just humming that tune throughout the whole episode. Oh, episode. please do. <laughs> yeah, enjoy everybody. <laughs> a little treat. Um, Aaron, have you got any other thoughts on this episode? Anything you uh, think we've missed out on? Oh, I reckon we've. I reckon we've done a pretty good job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I. It's just. It's. It's one of the good ones. We've definitely missed something, but oh, for sure. but but we will do what we always do every time I record on these podcasts. Go mm-hmm. back and watch it and go. Oh, oh, oh I should talk about we'll that. Have to revisit bit, it yeah. one day. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if you've noticed. But I'm having a really good time. I don't know if that comes across <laughs> in the recording of my voice. You always have a good time, Brandon. I always have a good honest. time, but this is my sister. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I adore having you around, Aaron. 
Oh, Freddie. And you're my bluey buddy. That's right. I mean, these are my bluey buddies too. Don't, don't get me wrong. Ooh, but uh, we just we just save. get together and talk about it. Aaron and I uh, watch it together. Yeah. Well, well, as much as you can watch it when you're just being crawled over <laughs> yeah. by a two and a half year old. But yeah. 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 You get what's the basic this? idea of what's happening. Maybe a snack. Maybe a snack. I think I need. I think I need. <laughs> yeah. I'm amazed you've got your retention for bluey. By the way, yeah. Aaron's retention for the bluey fact is unlike anything. I mean, you guys are excellent, and I pride myself as well. Aaron's unlike anything, and how you do it when when that young lady is uh, distracting you every minute of the day. My hat's off to you. I'm a rewatcher. <laughs> That's uh, I have the highest tolerance for rewatching something. <laughs> nice. I think uh, everybody, anybody I know, and the Bluey uh, rewatching coefficient is very high. It's very possible oh, to yeah. rewatch Bluey. You can pack them in. Whew, this was a big one. We had a lot to pack in. And Erin, I know I keep saying it, but having you here is an absolute blast. Thanks for having me. It's <laughs> been a joy. Well, well, we'll have to get you back again, eh? Ooh, <laughs> sneaky, sneaky. And until we do revisit another episode of this incredible show, thank you for joining us. And please join us again. At Hammerbarn. Hill 300, left at the tall grass. And if you see a bush turkey, get to the chopper. Created and produced by Frank Brennan and Marty. You can follow the Hammerbarn Project on facebook.com slash hammerbarnproj at hammerbarnproj on Twitter or hammerbarn underscore project on Instagram. Theme featuring Nibblings, Kaylee, Jade, Ashley and Reese, and PA announcements by brother-in-law, me, Josh. Thanks for listening and remember to get down to Hammerbarn for cheap shovels. Mm-hmm.